And here we go. If I do this, will you do that? The one thing that can help your sales and your sales timelines get so short is this one strategy. Hey there, my friends, Dan Deegan here again. So here's a strategy that I wanted to share with you today that is probably one of the greatest strategies I've ever adopted in my business, right? So I'm sure you've all been there. You make a phone call, you get in touch with a traffic manager, logistics manager, VP of logistics, whoever it is you're looking for. You have a great conversation. You establish the fact that you're maybe going to get some numbers. You're going to get some things out there for them. You're going to get them some information. You get them the information. Then you go to follow up nothing. You go to follow up again, crickets. You go to follow up again, more crickets. You go to follow up again, more crickets. And all of a sudden you start thinking to yourself, did I do something? Did I, did I say something wrong? Was there something that maybe I missed that I pissed them off in some way? And then you start reviewing your conversation all the while nothing's really going on. And it's because you didn't establish the next point of contact. All right. I'm sure at this point, we can all agree on one thing. When we get somebody engaged on the phone, it's like Gary Vee says, attention is the only currency you have to pay, you have to really look at. So once we get somebody on the phone, once we are engaging with somebody via email, it is absolutely mandatory that we create the next connection. I often say to my students that, you know, once you get on the phone or once you make that physical contact with somebody, it is your job to make sure you set up the next call before you hang up from your present call. Not only set up the next call, but set up your intentions as well. What do I want out of the next call? And the best way to do this is the, if I do this, will you do that method? And over the close to 30 years that I've been in this industry, this has been the best method that's been able to scale with me in my business. And also I'll give with you in a couple of minutes, I'll share with you the key strategies and psychological triggers that this method deploys. So what is this method? It's very simple, my friends. It goes like this. Hey, Dan, can you get me some numbers on this and this lane? Hey, you know what, Frank? Not a problem. I'll get you those numbers. If I get them to you today at noon, if I do this, if I get them to, to you today at noon, will you have a chance to look at them by 3 p.m. today? Will you do that? Again, if I get them to you today at noon, if I do this, will you do that? Have a look at them by 3. Yes, I can do that. Okay, perfect. Why don't we schedule a call for 3.30? So see what I'm doing here? I'm saying if I get you this information, whatever it is, these rates, the structure of how we're going to run this, if I can get you this whatever delivery by this time will you do this for me and it's 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 kind of it's how should i put this it's the process of giving and receiving right so this is a big reason why um i don't know if you if you guys have ever seen this but when when you run into jehovah witnesses and stuff at airports or on the street they are always going to give you something first. So a lot of the times you'll see uh, Jehovah Witness giving women roses and they'll say, they'll give the rose and they'll say, well, no, no, this is for you. Do you have a couple of minutes for me to share something with you? Because it's the give and take, right? I give you something and you're going to want to give something back to me. It's just kind of that human nature. So this works the same way in business, but what it does in business is it's a, a few 
structures that I want you to keep think of here. So number one is it keeps you scheduled to the nines. And that's one of the biggest things when it comes to us in our daily routines, right? Is we want to consistently make sales. Like, I, sorry, let me rephrase that. Not necessarily everybody wants to, but for those of us that walk into the, the, the office in the morning, like, I can't wait to sell. When we get veered off track, so this is our main focus, our main goal is to go straight down the eye of, of the lens here. And then we get veered off track. And as we get veered off track, then it takes us a little while to get back on track, right? So the same thing happens in the sales process. You give somebody information today, you never set up when you're going to have the next call. You give them the information today. And all of a sudden, before you know it, three weeks later, you haven't got a hold of them again, right? Because they're off doing other things. You know, perfect example, I had a student of mine, we were talking about, you know, he's sending this information in. And the people that he's sending it to, one in particular, is not getting back to them. And I said, well, what's happening in that person's world? He said, well, they said they were doing inventory this week. I said, okay, I'm making an assumption here, and we shouldn't assume makes an asset of you and me, but I'm making an assumption here that they're interested, it's just they're tied up in inventory. Had they had used the, if I do this, will you do that method? Hey, if I get you the rates by noon tomorrow, Will you have a chance to look at them by Thursday? And they would have said, you know what? I'd love to, but I'm in inventory. I can't tell you if I'm going to get you this information by that time. So why don't we make it for like Monday, Tuesday? Now what would happen is this gentleman would not have been doing those follow-ups for the last two days to try and get the, you know, sit down with the prospect and say, did you see it? Is there any questions, concerns? What's the next steps? So if you schedule this and consistently schedule what you're going to find is one you get so let, let's walk through this about what you're going to find because i think it's very important that we kind of go through these levels so number one is you're going to be very scheduled as i said before number two is when you set intentions for every interaction at the time of your interaction so what that means is right now you're speaking to somebody you're both like live in the moment you say okay if I get this to you by noon today, will you have a chance to look at it by say even four days from now at noon, right? It's it's like a Thursday. They're not gonna look at it Friday, that's Saturday, Sunday, and then we're coming into the Monday, right? So will you have a chance to look at it Monday by noon? Yes, I will. Okay, why don't we schedule a Monday call for one o'clock? Um, that way you're gonna have a chance to look at it. You can go out for lunch, kind of do that thing. And at one o'clock, and then why don't we discuss the rates what it looks like from your present numbers, and also what the next steps would be. Does that sound like a plan? Yes, that sounds like a plan. So now you've established that next contact point. Not only have you established that next contact point, you've established what the motives are for that call, what the intentions are for that call. So now when you go into the call, both of you know exactly what the intentions are. That call will typically stay on tracks, on the tracks better than if you didn't have an intention going into the call, right? This is a big thing, setting these intentions. I mean, even Oprah, before she starts any meeting, she says, what's the intention of this meeting? And I would suggest every meeting that you go into, if you're not the organizer of the meeting, I mean, if you're the organizer of the meeting, I think you need to set those intentions of the meeting. But if you're not the organizer, the first thing I would suggest you say is I would say, okay, what are the intentions for this meeting? Because setting those intentions sets your mindset, it sets your framing to have the conversations you're having. So with that being said, breathe, Dan. Um, You go and you set the intentions for the next call. Now, 
here's a little ninja trick that you do when you're doing the, if I do that, this, will you do that method? When you get the stuff ready for that noon time, you send that information in the calendar invite for Monday. So you don't just send an email, then a calendar invite. It's all in one thing. So you send your rates or your information or your proposal or your strategy or whatever in that meeting invite. And so as soon as that meeting invite is accepted, you know they got your information. So let's go beyond the software that tells you when emails are open. Because here's the thing about some of that software. Now, I do agree that that software is very useful for certain things. But for to use that as a definitive, they read my email is wrong. And the reason I say that is if I'm in my email system, as I'm sure you are, and say, I see your email and it's black, right? And I know that's my information. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave that unread because I want to make sure I get back to it in an hour. I don't have time right now. I don't want to open it so it gets lost. So what I do is I go below it and I hit delete. Normally what happens is you're immediately, it'll jump up to your email. Now, when I click off it, it'll look like I open it, but I haven't actually read it. So just pay attention to that when you're looking at some of these things like, yes, excuse me, yes, where and stuff. Like if you have software that actually says the person clicked the link to your information or opened the document, a different story, then you can pretty much say they read the email, but just that they opened it doesn't necessarily mean they've consumed the information in it, okay? So two different things. So you get that email out to your prospect for that call. Now you have that call, okay? Now, twofold here. This will literally stop you being ghosted probably 99.9% .9 of the time. I'm not gonna say that I've never had anyone not show up to meetings, but I will say this. Um, out of 100, 99.9, .9, so out of 100 that don't show up, not a hundred people, but a hundred that don't show up. 99.9 .9 will always reschedule with a calendar. See, there's something psychologically inside of us as humans, when, especially in business, when we have something in our calendar and we need to move it, there's always going to be a communication aspect of that. Even if it's just decline and set a new date and time for the meeting, like, you know, I suggest this date, that that's a communication piece. So as we go through this, those communication pieces are given to us. If we just say to somebody, I'm going to call you back at one, there's no communication. They've probably forgotten. I'll tell you right now, I still to this day have texts from friends saying, hey, we need to catch up. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I haven't heard from you in ages and I really want to catch up tomorrow at noon. If I don't put it in my calendar, I never call them because I just keep going with my day with what's in my calendar. It's like, that, that is so essential. So we live by these things. And so does your traffic manager. So does the people you work with because they have meetings. They have, they have things they need to do. They have certain times of the day that they schedule for like paperwork and all this. So they, everyone follows this quote unquote scheduling process. So when we do that and when we put the information inside the scheduled meeting, when they open that ICS file and they accept the meeting, they have the document. So now we can almost use that as a, a read receipt on steroids, if you will, knowing they got the information. So we get to this meeting. So now it's Monday, we get to this meeting. Everyone shows up. At the end of this meeting, you discuss next steps. What do you do? Exactly, you do the same thing we just did. If I do this, will you do that? Okay, so the way I understand this, what we agreed to at the end of this meeting, Mr. and Mrs. Prospect, if I do all of this and get this information back to you or put this proposal together or, you know, 
schedule a meeting and do an assessment of the building and get you the assessment back at this time. So whatever it is, I get it back at you this time. Will you have time to look at it, review it and process it through this at this time? Yes, I will. Okay. What is the next steps for you? So we do this, we get this done. What is, what is it that the next intention that you want for the next meeting? And again, this is a conversation with your prospect, believe it or not. And they say, well, I'd like to see this, this, and this in our next meeting. Now you write those intentions in. And if you're using Bridger, um, those intentions are actually pre-built in. So you'll see them in your meeting notes. Um, otherwise, maybe in the additional comments or something where only you see, you set your intentions up so you understand what it is. It might be a little bit more. Maybe you set it up in notes and paper and you go to kind of like two other systems, whatever the case may be, a reminder for yourself. But you set it up about what's your intentions for that meeting. So you're staying on track. And it just keeps going in that method. So as soon as you make contact, make sure, please, for yourself, for your own peace of mind, always have that next contact point. And just remember, when it comes to things like meetings, you know, I'm sure you do it. I I do it every week. Um, I'll book a meeting three weeks from now. And in three weeks, that meeting might not be absolutely necessary that day, right? So if I'm looking at a new uh, API or a new partner for our software program, for example, um, I might say, you know what? Yeah, that's really cool. I got kind of two projects on the go. Let's schedule a meeting three Wednesdays from now, mid, you know, whatever, whatever month it is, mid-December. By mid-December, we might have had some kind of coding issue in the back end. We might have had a connection issue, might have had some challenges. So that meeting to add more to my development team's plate might not be on the the right call at this time. So I'll push that meeting till January. It doesn't mean I'm not interested in it. It just means right now it's not a priority. I've got a few things I got to correct. So if we have that, we have to put ourselves in the mindset of a traffic manager, right? They might have people not showing up. They might have just had their number one person quit. Like things are going to happen where getting a new person into the mix because the traffic manager no longer has to worry about what products are going out the door because their their main manager was doing it or their floor manager was doing it. Their floor manager quit. Now they have to do it. So that's a priority over adding a new supplier to the mix that's going to actually take up more of their time. See, that information you wouldn't get if you didn't have a scheduled invite. Because when you have a scheduled invite, the traffic manager is going to look at their calendar and they're going to say, okay, I can't take this meeting right now. Like it's moved. So they're going to move that, but you're going to move it to a different time, right? Even if, even if you just have one person that's just like one of those cancel, 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 you can forward that back and saying, listen, I noticed you canceled. Um, I hope everything's okay. Is every, what's happening? Is there anything I can help with? When do you want to have it again? And then that information can come back. You know what, Dan, really sorry. Da, da, da. Because here's the thing, just like you, anyone that misses an appointment on their calendar, they feel like they owe you. Right. So, again, another little kind of psychological trigger, I guess, if you will, for lack of a better term, about how is it that exactly that this person's thinking about it. So if I ever miss something on my calendar, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And like, even if they're trying to sell me something, it's just I agreed to be somewhere at a certain time. And human nature is, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. Now, maybe I'm Canadian. I, I apologize if the wind blows the wrong way. Maybe you're not the same way. But you know what I'm saying in the long run. It's a very easy process to keep your sales 
timeline, keep that sequence, keep that funnel flowing in an organized fashion. See, where a lot of salespeople fail is they're great at follow-up, but they're following up arbitrarily. And what I mean by that is, and you might be saying, Dan, I don't do that. I don't follow up arbitrarily. But the fact is, if you have connection with somebody and from that point forward, you're not scheduled to talk, it's arbitrary. Meaning it's just, it's like, today's a great day. Today seems like a great day to follow up, but it might not be for the prospect. So you won't get an answer. And then you're going to feel, like I said at the beginning, that you're ghosted, right? So these are the differences when it comes to scheduling that follow up. So again, recap for all y'all professionals out there. Here's the deal. Once you have that golden connection, and that golden connection is literally just talking to somebody and there's some kind of interest. Once that connection's made, it is up to you, bing, bang, boom, get it done. If I do this, will you do that? And I'm gonna even go a step further. I challenge you for the next 30 days, every single thing in your life, if I do this, will you do that? Even to your spouse. Hey, if we get pizza today, can we have sushi three days from now? Hey, if we do this tonight, if we go to see the movie you want to see tonight, can we maybe go do this tomorrow night? Hey, if we, if I help do this, if I help clean the house, do you think maybe I can head out, you know, this afternoon to go snowmobiling or snowboarding, right? So it's, it's the, if I do this, will you do that? And I think what you're going to find is through every phase in your life, doors are going to open because you're saying, you're asking, if I do this and complete this by a specific time, can we then do that next, right? And this is one thing I can tell you that probably escalated my sales 30 to 40 folds easily just by implementing this one strategy. So go out there, my friends, make every call educational and crush your sales and make sure you use the, if I do this, will you do that framework? Take care, have a great day.